If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This episode of The Instance is brought to you by the exclusive World of Warcraft-designed Yeti X World of Warcraft Edition microphone. Oh, man, are you streaming? Are you making podcasts? Are you doing anything where you need great quality audio, but you also want to let your wow nerd show? Well, it's really fantastic. It's the first microphone offering specifically geared toward the World of Warcraft world and game. Go check it out. You can get them right now at Best Buy or BlueMic.com. They're only $199. And they're amazing. Again, that's at Best Buy or BlueMic.com. <laughs> Warcraft podcast, so you don't have to. This is the instance. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the instance. This is Friday, November twenty seventh edition of the show. It is episode six hundred and twenty two. I'm Scott Johnson. Joined today. After a bit of a hiatus, we haven't seen him in a while. It's Patrick Beja, everybody. Patrick, hello. 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 I'm so, you, I, missed, I missed all of you so much. Oh. And uh, the interesting thing is that I'm coming back just for the expansion, mm-hmm. but I basically had no time to play uh, in the past week. That's <laughs> yes, so right. We'll see I'm Patrick in a couple help. of years. Exactly. Uh, no, it's all right. We, I don't <laughs> care how we get you. I'm just glad to get you. Uh, so it's really good to have you. And of course, Aww. returning uh, Garrett Weinzerpel here all the way from Florida. Hello, Garrett. It's not my actual real name, but it's good to be back, everybody. Well, it's good to have you back. We're back. Someone, I, I bet. I bet people who are only familiar with me through you, Scott, mm-hmm. uh, probably think that's legitimately my last name. Yeah. Why wouldn't they? That's what I've been working they, on that for I, years. I should probably buy GarrettWeinzerpel.com because <laughs> just so something. So I'm I'm on top of this SEO. Right. You don't want to miss out. Why do you want to get behind the curve? Come on now. Catch up. Get it, get it going. <laughs> anyway, it's good to be here. It is expansion week. The game uh, had a had a baby on Tuesday, and uh, we always love this time <laughs> of the uh, the cycle because it means new stuff to play, things to talk about, and sometimes controversies. But honestly, there aren't many this week. Really if this if this that. is a baby analogy, this is this is those those kids that I thought was strange growing up who yeah. had brothers or sisters who were already adults and oh. they were like in kindergarten with me. Sure. Sure. You know, because this is a baby, what, 16 years? 16 years (laughs) down the line. (laughs) Yeah, technically, this baby's ready to drive in most states uh, and countries. So, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, we we are at a, we are at a stage of development of World of Warcraft that seems just slightly crazy. We are closer to 20 years than we are to 10 uh, years (laughs) of this game. And that's ironic because if you remember the original cinematic for the game, when it first ran, started with the letters <laughs> 10 Years of Warcraft. So we are further from World of Warcraft's launch than World of Warcraft was from Orcs and Humans. We are further away from Wrath of the Lich King than Wrath of the Lich King was from Vanilla. Dude, that's just insane. 
what the frick all right well <laughs> yeah it's the it's the kind of thing where uh, you you realize what is it like uh you're closer to jesus than uh cleopatra was to the first uh uh <laughs> To the, to the first Egyptians. I have never Which, heard anyone make like, that comparison. The, the, but it's I, I it's love the, it. the, the great uh, pyramids uh, were actually closer to Cleopatra than she was to the great pyramids. Oh, that's I see. crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, yeah. That's, that is I mean, kind of like that. It's our own little microcosmic 15-year version of this, but yeah. It, yeah. It, like, yeah. Like, it, it, there's a lot of people making, like, boomer game jokes about World of Warcraft, and it's, it's kind of true. Mm-hmm. It's kind of true. Mm-hmm. Like, whether you find that type of joke funny or not, like, it's kind of a boomer game, and I mean, I'm okay with it. In some ways, yeah. I mean, I would call... Uh, here, here's the thing. Every once in a while, I'll run into somebody who's sub-20, and they'll go, Oh, I love World of Warcraft. Did you play the expansion? Blah, 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 like this kind of talk. And you're like, Oh, that's right. Uh, the youngs still get into this thing that we're all <laughs> still into or whatever. But, um, but yeah, for the most part, it's Gen Xers and a few boomers and people who are just like, Yeah, we're... Uh, and some millennials. Let's not forget them. They're in there. I was uh, the bag boy at Publix. Shout out Floridians was uh, trying to recall the silhouette of Arthas on my shirt and was just like, hey, isn't that from some sort of game? Mm. I'm like, yeah, World of Warcraft. He goes, oh, my older brother used to love that game. And I'm like, oh, shoot, I'm just going to go <laughs> crawl into a coffin uh, with my pub sub yeah. and call it a day. Yeah. It's, a, yeah. it's kind of frustrating, honestly, just because it just I feels know. like... It's the march of time, Scott. It's, I know. I've but... been through this so many times with so many different things. I've been through it with uh, Star Wars getting like an, uh, a sequel trilogy and people like thinking that's the new hotness and forgetting about the old stuff. I've been through it with mm. Green Day. Mm. People are like, oh, American Idiot. What a great new band. Yeah. I'm just like, uh... What, a, what an amazing, on born, the, but okay. <laughs> fresh on the scene band that no one's ever heard of before Green Day in yeah. 2004. It's the march of time, and uh, you should just like what you like. Well, here's the and other thing that will make you feel cool. slightly old. The album you just referenced, uh, American Idiot, came out the year that World of Warcraft launched. So there's another little reference to WoW. Yeah, yeah. 05, maybe. good year. Yeah, I graduated high school. 05 or 04? Enjoy that, old dudes. When was that? No, 04. It was 04, wasn't it? Do I have that wrong? Hold on. Did it technically come out in 04? Well, uh, it's oh, you know it's what? I think both it's- because it's 04 in the US, but 05 in uh, Europe. So oh. you can get away with both. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad you're here to help us with this hard math. All right. Well, that's oh, yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. you have to be on. It's to get yourself out of <laughs> these kinds of things. Yeah, that yeah. and, and secretly hoping that uh, Patrick's mod of the week I, suddenly makes I a reappearance. The game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Patrick's well, mod uh, of the week. Yeah, Patrick's the, mod of the, the week. The mud of the week that you don't want to miss is, as always, uh, Domino's. Domino's? <laughs> Domino's, the bar one that uh, still works. It's still being updated. So there yeah, you go. Domino, is it Domino? Domino's, cool whatever one. it is. That's a very good uh, bar one. If you're looking for a bar one, I prefer it over uh, the other one everyone likes. Bartender? Bartender, yeah. I, I, have a, I, I prefer bartender, personally. Mm. Uh, I find Domino's obtuse I mean, it's and okay. friendly. Really? Everyone can be wrong. It's fine. Yeah, everybody can be wrong. <laughs> I'm loading up uh, CurseForge right now to find out what the hell the name of this is because I do have a legitimate recommendation because I've been using Minimap Button Frame for mm. probably over a decade and it finally broke and doesn't work anymore. Oh, that took a while. Um, wow. So I found a replacement, but I'm trying to find out what the hell it was called. Wait, so when's legitimately... it, did they stop develop or stop supporting it a long time ago, but it just now start, stopped working? So it was just a, I like believe a... uh, Minimap Button Frame hasn't been updated since an 8. Oh, patch Jeez. and just has kind of magically kept working. Okay. But, okay. okay. The new one's just called MBB um, and it works very similarly. And it just like you can put all your mini map buttons in this little slide out menu 
and you don't have a, a pox around your mini map. Well, because I'm nowhere near uh, any sort of rating or anything yet. No one is um, in the new content. Uh, I, I'm pretty stripped down in terms of add-ons. I'm using a bag add-on and that's it right now. I'm not even using the bar one. And here's the thing. The game uh, as its current the interface of the game is is serviceable it works fine it does what it needs to do and right now i like being a little light but i'm annoyed a little annoyed that the twitch curse forge switcheroo hey we're not supporting this here on this app anymore go get it from the other site thing they had to do that whole rigmarole like right at launch week of a new expansion are you freaking kidding me that's like the worst timing (laughs) So so now getting an add-on is just a big annoyance. No, sure, it's a go to the link, download the new thing, but I don't want to do it's any of that. It's switching an app. I don't it's want a, to. It's switching an app. I don't want to. I want to just you, have it work. You know what Scott, I mean? Scott, are you, are you still like going in and installing your add-ons by hand? Do we no. need to have an intervention that no. there are applications that will do this for you? <laughs> I, I, no, no, that's, that's what, what I'm saying. saying. The, the, Curse uh, was sold to Twitch, and for a while, the Twitch app was managing the add-ons. But then Twitch was like, we don't want to be in the business of managing add-ons. Are you kidding me? We have money to make. And so they sold CurseForge, which is the you know add-on framework, to Overwolf, which was and is an overlay app, I think. Yeah. Uh, yes. But now they do both. And that happened, yeah, like a week ago. Yeah, so they basically uh, like. Yeah, no, I understand all of that. I'm just, I just don't understand oh, how it's any more inconvenient to take two seconds on your fiber connection to download a new application. Because then I got to go get it, and then I got to think about it and go, do I even trust <laughs> these wolf people? Who the hell are these guys? Like, I don't know who this is, and I don't They're know. They're fine. Just, you can trust them. It's give, okay. I'm, I'm They're old. on the internet. I no. think that's we've been using them over right? on Hearthstone forever. If you are one of the three people that play Hearthstone Arena, they have the best overlay for it. Oh, is that what they're famous for? Is that I, I'm I'm making a joke a little oh. bit. There's a lot more people that play arena than that, but oh. yeah, they have a really great Hearthstone Arena um, application, okay. um, which is what I know them from. Right. And this is like going back, I think six years ago is when that launched. So they've you. been around for a long time. It just felt like a little bit of a slap in the jaw because it was like, hey, you know where you usually go to get this stuff? We're not doing that anymore. So go over there. And I just was annoyed. So I didn't do it. I just said, well, I'm keeping Bagnon or whatever the hell I'm using, and it works still, so I don't have to go <laughs> get a new, fresh version of it. And I'm just going to play that way. So F you, I'm off to Bastion. Anyway, we're going to talk about Amen. that and a ton of other stuff uh, here shortly. Before any of this, though, I need to uh, put out a reminder. Tonight, uh, tonight at 7 p.m. Mountain Time, which is 6 p.m. Uh, Pacific, eight or sorry, 9 p.m. Eastern, I will be on stream at twitch.tv slash frogpants. If you're watching live right now, you're in the same place you'll be tonight. Um, but for those who hear this and want to be a part of this, show up then. Because during that live stream of, I don't know, half hour, 45 minutes, however long it's going to take me, I'm going to be giving away a ton of stuff. Prints, uh, Warcraft swag of various types, uh, all kinds of that sort of thing. Some hard drives, some some cool hardware. And at the end of it, one lucky person in that chat room and again you got to be in the chat to to be even eligible for this and you have to live in the u.s that's another thing so patrick calm down uh (laughs) here's what i want you to do be there because we're giving away a massive decked out fully specced rig for your gaming pleasure uh from doghouse systems and intel they they've uh, come together for this for this discount and it's the latest everything including a 3080 card in there uh, huge hard drives, all SSD stuff, amazing rig that will blow your minds and play anything you throw at it for the next per- perceivable future. And it's going to be free to some lucky person in there. 
and sadly i can't win it i would love an updated machine like this so I hey I, I i i wouldn't mind i know right can i win it i've i've no, you're a dirty european uh, dirty europeans don't get it that's just the rule damn it i know my my 2080 has been running Shadowlands great on my 4K monitor, and yeah. then I did a stream the other day, yeah. and it does not run a great when you're trying to stream. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I, I would found, love a 3080. That a, sounds wonderful. I found a fix for that. Well, not so much a fix, but if you run, it depends on what codec you're using. I found that when I use the NVIDIA codec thing, what's that called? HVAC or whatever it is. Instead oh, okay. of instead of whatever Correct. OBS or oh, you don't want to run oh, you don't want to run it X uh, like uh, in 264. You want to? You're not running it with your graphics cards. You should uh, be. You should be if you're not. Oh yeah, it'll NVAC. make a gigantic. Like if you're not doing NVAC, of course it's or gonna, NVAC. It's that's not, not HVAC. Run. I keep wanting to say HVAC, but I think I'm thinking of HVAC, which is like a you know somebody's uh, heating air, air system. Conditioning? Yeah, <laughs> I keep saying HVAC. Anyway, yes. Well, Patrick I mean, I have said, cobalts in mine, so I, I do need to get an HVAC crew out here to take the candle and get them out of there. Yeah, but. it does make a huge difference. If you want to make. Do you want me to make you feel better about your uh, graphics card? Go. Do you know what I'm running? Uh, nine, let me, let me 960. Nine, uh, a 970, yeah. Oh, you poor bastard. It's fine. Yeah, it's I a know, fine right? card. It's, it's okay. running fine. I am getting a, a new rig, though, soon. Oh, but yeah, nine, uh, 970, that's crazy. My first doghouse is still in the house, which is now my third doghouse back, and that has a 960 in it. And we use the computer maybe twice a year, and it still works great. Yeah, but, there's uh, nothing uh, yeah. nothing wrong with that. Uh, and you, I'm telling you, man, whoever wins this is going to be one happy camper. So be there tonight, seven o'clock uh, Mountain Time. Uh, again, Twitch.tv/frogpants, and you could be a lucky winner. And there'll be no waiting. Oh, here's the other thing: if you win one of the smaller prizes while you're there, as in the lead up, like, oh, I want to print and a hard drive. Don't worry, it doesn't exclude you from the big system one it's not like you're gonna oh i only got the consolation prize now i'm not eligible you'll you'll all still be eligible for the big prize we're not gonna we're gonna make it weird you're gonna get you can win it um so can i again suggest that maybe europeans aren't all that bad and uh possibly you could like on the side make me win it you guys are nice i like i like most of my european friends a lot like you're one of them most of my european contacts good people but your shipping. So maybe I could win it, shipping. and then you don't have to worry about the like the drawing and the selecting and all the things. Just just make it easy for yeah. yourself. Yeah, it's simple it's really because like, it's not like shipping costs yeah, four hundred thousand dollars every time you, we Scott. ship anything there. You guys uh, sending stuff to Europe is ridiculous right now. Like I don't know what happened. Something snapped. It was always expensive, but right now it's so bad. Like I can't even send you a box of chocolate for Christmas without having to take a loan out. So that may be an exaggeration, <laughs> but you know what I mean. It's pretty bad terrible anyway let's move on with the show we got stuff to talk about there's an expansion at our fingertips let's do it all right we're getting right into it today uh i had a weird experience <laughs> he says after 15 minutes yeah. of various <laughs> talk. <laughs> that's a good point um i okay so i did a weird thing for me uh, i have a gurp first policy Typically, with an expansion, that means I will level. Understandable. Yep. Gurp and Henry, they get dusted off and leveled. And sure enough, I did that. I started the game with them, did all the Maw stuff, and and uh, that whole introductory but, but, thing got to Bastion. Wait, uh, I know how this works. Then you got a fever, and then you paid money to boost a new character and left him on a dock somewhere. No, that okay. <laughs> that's not a that's not a bad point you're making because it does feel like there was a moment <laughs> where I went, "Am I just doing that again?" Minus the fever, like I really wondered what I was doing. But what happened was. 
I got like halfway, not halfway through Bastion, but a good deal into Bastion. Streamed most of it, in fact. So a lot of people saw me doing this. And at the end of that, I went, there's something, there's not enough new about the Hunter, this, this, this expansion. There just is not a lot of new stuff. So what it started to feel like was, I felt like I was in this rut of rotation and usualness that that was taking me out of the game a little bit. It was making me just feel like, all right, well, I'm just going through the motions for the for all the combat. And it just feels, I don't know, it just doesn't feel right. And I had a really great time playing a balanced druid during the pre-expansion when I was leveling other alts and stuff. And I uh, got a character to 50 and thought, Man, I'm kind of in the mood for that druid. Which will probably make Patrick happy. He's always loved druids. He's always been humping those legs for years. You love the druid, don't you? I've I, I started uh, on a druid today. Oh, actually. oh very nice, very good. Can so, tell you about that later. But. Yeah, 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 for sure. So I so I went and picked up the dur- druid. His name is Gerble Fleek. Don't ask me. Just the name. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's a, a long. It's an old name. name I had forever. I don't know why I used it. It's stupid. Uh, but anyway, he's a troll, and he's great. And I took him back in there. Uh, the first thing, of course, is a druid, a balanced druid anyway, is to get rid of your freaking chicken form and use that glyph thing to never have to do, look at that ever again. Because I think the chicken is stupid. I can't stand it. Oh, boy, uh, do moonkin. I disagree with you? I don't. Dude, okay, the, moonkin, the moonkin looks like some. Oh, gosh, dang it. I don't want to offend anybody. It is looks that... like something straight out of a Jim Henson movie, and I am here for it. Uh, that's a fair point. It is very Jim Henson. It looks like a, a full body Muppet. In a lot of ways. Yes. Yes, it does. It's fine. Whatever. It's there if I want it. But I, I prefer to go all crystally and do my moon thing. But um, anyway, pulled him in there. Redid all the mob business again, uh, which went way faster. Once you know what you're doing. I mean, once you've listened to the story and done all the, you know, kind of the paying attention to what Thrall and Jaina have to do, do and say, you can just run through there pretty quickly. Oh, Scott. Yeah. Scott. Yeah. It's the first week, like three days I feel I can reasonably ask for like literally absolutely zero spoilers, please. Like even if it has a hint, you know, Patrick, you can go back to not being on the show. <laughs> you can go and, back to not being on the show. I feel I feel like my good no. friend, my nope. good friend Garrett, nope. will understand me nope. and support nope. me in this. <laughs> no, in this case, no, nope. like, no, no, literally today. No, uh, look at this. Look at it this way. So the show's never we've never really had a spoiler policy, but also, uh, well, two things. I don't get spoiled by anything. Nothing bugs me if you tell me ahead of time. Also, but I also have I don't have much in the way of spoilers to share. What the shit are we going to talk about here? We can talk about whatever so we want. This zone, but I can't describe the zone and this thing happens because can, I can't describe what <laughs> the thing happens. That's the show. I'm not I'm not I'm talking about I'm talking about like story beats. Like, I no. think that's fair not to. I don't think what? it is. <laughs> I disagree entirely. What the hell are you well, doing here on a World of Warcraft podcast? No, this is a good podcast? subtopic. We Why is anyone never... listening to this if they haven't already at least seen some of this? Hold on. We we have no, never... Maybe... Go ahead. Go ahead, Patrick. Well, I mean, okay, it's fine. I'm a guest here, I guess. <laughs> it's okay. We should have talked I, about I this every time. Not Why can't we talk anymore? about World of Warcraft on the World of Warcraft we, here's podcast? What, here's what we should have done. The first, you don't spoil on the first week. That's the rule. It's the rule. Ask anyone. anyone We're not spoiling the, the final That's raid. We're talking about starting the MMO. <laughs> I don't think we've ever had a rule. Have we had a rule? We've never had a Most rule. Most people it's... have stayed up all night to max level by now. <laughs> <laughs> I 
okay. I understand you feel quite strongly about all of this. Uh, so I guess I'm going to let you have it. Wow. You, you can't realize I was, me uh, I was joking your mom. No, that was fantastic. Um, I'm glad that we've hashed this out because I've never really had a rule, but I guess now we... <laughs> Now we still don't, I guess. I guess nothing Listen, happened, nothing changed. There is there is a rule. You might not want it, but it's there. You well, might there, not respect it, but it's there. Yeah, it's I, fine. It's okay. Here's it's the, not the end of the world. But there the is thing. a rule. It's the weak rule. It's one week. Everyone knows it. Everyone understands it. You don't. It's fine. There's a rule. Um, <laughs> if my true belief, my true beliefs, Patrick, is that. If you don't want spoilers about World of Warcraft, you shouldn't be listening to a World of Warcraft podcast on the week that the expansion drops. That's true. If you're maybe, maybe. I don't know. If you haven't gone out to see the new uh, Marvel movie, why are you listening to a movie podcast specifically meant to talk about that movie? Well, I mean, I think it's possible to talk about it and be excited about it without spoiling the story. I'm not saying it's, you know, necessarily what people want to do, but I think it's possible. Yeah. And I think most, you're, since you're talking about movies, I think most uh, movie podcasts, when they talk about the movie that just came out, will have a non-spoiler section and then a spoiler section so that people who don't want to be spoiled are, you know, have the opportunity to not listen to it. Yeah, unless they have a... They, you brought it up. They, you brought it up. But I they mean, may, they you may just, have... I mean, you, you started it. Also, those uh, those shows probably mentioned this before the show goes live, so everyone could be on the same page <laughs> well, and not have this say. If you If you have a policy where you're okay with just talking spoilers about your movie or whatever it is, you just you just expect that that's what you're going to get. And you always say, oh, by the way, make sure, you know, just so you know, we do spoilers here. We've always done... We've always been pretty open about what you know, we've seen in the game or what's happening in the game or whatever. Yes. Um, You've always, you have always gone against the rule. That is the rule <laughs> that everyone knows is the rule and uh, it's fine, but just acknowledge that uh, it's, it's, you know, borderline illegal what you're doing. All right. I think everyone, have, everyone would agree. If we, as, long, uh, as long as we admit, boy. we have what we have, we are flagrantly violating the spirit of the spoiler rule. Then we're okay. We can continue yes. on. Yeah. Uh, so, to, so to move forward at the beginning, spoiler alert: the the jailer is up to shenanigans. What? Um, I know <gasps> what? this is. I know this is Aaron, groundbreaking. I can't believe you just did this. I know Man, this is groundbreaking because yeah. because we definitely didn't see uh, leaders of the Horden Alliance get whisked away in commercials on TV, YouTube, and Twitch right now. Yeah. Uh, but that's what happens. That's yeah. how this starts. <clears throat> Seems like there might be some trouble with him. Seems like I I, th- I feel like I was. I was already kind of prepared for this for this late breaking shocking news that you shared with us, but yeah, it seems like the jailer's up to something. Seems like he's kind of a bad guy. Uh, so spoiler that spoiler out of the way. Let's let's dive right in. Um, I'm not even done with Bastion yet, so I don't even have a lot of spoilers to to share. Um, I I am taking this expansion. Well, there's a couple of things at play here. Um, this game comes out right after I get home from a vacation, which means I am overloaded at the beginning of the week to get tons of stuff done. So my playtime has been a little bit limited, but when I've been able to get in, oh, and of course I've doubled everything because I basically played GURP for a while. Um, and now I'm, I'm redoing a lot of stuff and I'm finally sort of well past where I was with GURP. But now now that the Druid's in there and in full effect, uh, I'm I'm still in Bastion. I'm not out of there yet. And a lot of people are well beyond that. There are plenty of people that have already hit 60. I guess I would just throw this out there that uh, I don't know how different people want to play this game. Some people want to just rip right through it and get to end game and be done. Uh, there are other people who want to do something on the, you know, the much more casual end. I've always kind of been in the middle somewhere where 
I don't like to feel rushed, but I'm also a little bit butthurt about the way I played BFA. Uh, in BFA, I really went hard in the beginning. And like immediately, as soon as GURP was done, I immediately ran in there with another alt and then did another alt. And then I had my whole fever dream freaking, you know, let's boost a character and then have him sit at the gates of Xandalar and all this stuff. I did all that stuff kind of hardcore for so long in the beginnings of that game that I think I burned myself out because uh, I got I got I was way over any kind of end game content well before I would normally be. And every, and people are going to say, well, Scott, that's because end game and BFA wasn't good. I, I get it. There's arguments to be made. But I do know that a big part of my fall off on the last expansion had to do with me overdoing it in the beginning. So this time I'm taking a different approach. I'm taking my time. I'm listening to all the dialogue. I'm reading most of the quest text with a few exceptions. Uh, when it's just like, you know, some side dude in, in, in town where you just happen to be there and you're going to go gather some stuff. I'm not that worried about those, but I'm reading quest text and listening to what they have to say and reading everything for all the main story stuff. And as a result, I am really, really enjoying myself and I'm not feeling rushed. I don't feel any pressure this time around. I really just, I don't feel any peer pressure or FOMO or anything. Like there's no, there's nothing in me that says, hurry up, Johnson, get your ass to Mars. I don't feel that. I feel like I'm doing the right thing where get your ass to Mars. Yeah. It's a, it's a stupid reference. I don't know why I made it, right. um, but <laughs> it's how I, it's how I do sometimes, but it, it's uh it's been wonderful that way. <laughs> no, it's, that never happens. I've really enjoyed that. Plus we're also talking about an expansion that launched right in the thick of a new console generation, uh, I ended up on the Xbox Series X and I've been really enjoying that. And because of that, I'm in, you know, trying to get my value out of that as well at the same time. And so I'm just not feeling the rush to 60 in the way I would have in previous expansions, certainly the way I felt in BFA. Um, so that's just a, this is a side note for me. Now, what's nice is um, Blizzard has a cool way for us to take our alts through there without feeling like we're just going to do all this stuff again. Uh, with my little brief exception with GURP, it's not going to be uh, quite so re- repetitive this time around. We'll get to all of that later, but that's been my initial experience. I really liked um, the... Oh, so I'll tell you the, the stuff I've bumped into that I've really liked so far. I thought that the story stuff with Jane and Thrall and everything was great. Um, I don't even have to get into specifics. I just kind of like where all that stuff's going. And I think the cutscenes that they have been touting... So they've got their pre-rendered cutscenes obviously we'll see a bunch of those throughout the expansion they've got their pre-rendered in engine stuff that they've you know been advancing over the last few uh, expansions that stuff looks really good but this time around they are also adding in a lot of real-time in engine stuff that looks better than it used to it used that stuff used to look terrible like lots of over gesticulation and over animation and basically we're just trying to make Real-time characters do stuff they were never meant to do, and it always looked really awkward and weird. Um, when Sylvanas, you know, blew the plague out in uh, in Lordaeron in the last expansion, there was some of that where it just felt awkward. But the idea was, oh, your character's in this. You can see your druid in the midst of this, and, and it's playing a part and a role. In this expansion, they're doing more of that, but it's so much more refined than it used to be. It looks so much better than it ever has. And doesn't require any kind of loading, doesn't, you know, doesn't look like it's extra video being stacked on top. It feels like an immersive happening in the world sort of moment. 
And I just wanted to throw out there that I really appreciate that stuff. Um, it's it's adding to the sort of epic nature of the story and and and, and everything else. Um, so I really like that. My other big first impression is Ouroboros is rad. Uh, for those not there yet, or you should be by now, but it's uh, it's basically your hub city, and it's the point of of arrival in the afterlife where in the past anyway you get sent off to wherever you're supposed to go it's kind of your you know it's where the sorting hat lives it's, it's the where the sort- it, there you go it's the giant freaking sorting hat in the sky and i love the feel of that place the i am having asmr moments with the people who run the joint i forgot what they're called overseers or whatever they're called I do not remember what they are called either, but I love them. Oh, they hover. I really like the way they talk. They're really tall. They got wicked, cool, armory, hoodie stuff going on. And there's one that's a lady. uh, She's one of the first ones you meet. She could talk me. She could just talk to me all day. And I would just, (laughs) and I mean in real life, like, let's just have that lady talking in my ear all day. There's something about those people that I absolutely love. Um, So I really like that whole thing. I love the conceit as to why there are professions there and profession trainers and stuff. There's like a really cool twist there that I will not spoil Patrick on if he hasn't seen it yet. Thank um, you. Uh, there's just a, that whole place has a really cool vibe and also a color palette. This is a small thing, but uh, as somebody who, you know, I deal with a lot of art stuff every day, a color palette that is so different than what Blizzard usually relies on. And it just really, really banged my gong. <laughs> I yeah. love it. <laughs> I really it has this like, like this like dark muted blue and bronze motif that yeah. I just have not seen in WoW before. Yeah, it really works. Really my jam for sure. And I, um, it's funny. I, I as soon as I saw it, I went, "Oh my gosh!" It's like they asked me what colors I wanted. Like it's totally my stuff. Um, but anyway, all of that stuff's really neat. Get down to Bastion. My biggest concern, you've heard me say it on the show before, is that Bastion would be. Uh, too clean, too heavenly looking, too, I don't know, maybe kind of a little boring. It would be the boring of faction or the boring coven or the boring zones. And I'm happy to report, I don't think that's true. Um, it's kind of gorgeous and really, yes. really interesting. And the story that's being told there is, is holding me. And uh, I really like it like a lot. So yeah, that's the funny thing is I'm only like three fourths through that zone and, and I haven't even seen the other covenants and I'm already convinced that this is some of the best zoning slash quest slash story connectivity stuff they've done in a while. It feels real good to me. Um, thoughts. I, I think them doing it in a linear fashion, mm-hmm. um, at least your first time through. I mean, they've got that new leveling option once you max where you can, you know, do it in a different, a different you know, order, right. but your first time through, there is a very specific order. You're going to go through this in. And I think it is, it, they're telling just such a good story. Like I loved Legion. Legion was great. Um, but I, I, I like, I kind of missed the linear storytelling of world of Warcraft. Um, yeah. and, and like, I think this is a shadowlands and the way that the leveling is playing out is, is a really strong show of, of, of the, the bonuses or like what, you know, the story threads that you can plant when you tell a story in a linear fashion. I'm glad you put, brought that up and put it that way because it's, they're giving us both things now and they're doing it in a way that I think really works well. Your first time through to a max character level is a linear story and it's done in a very shotgun way and it's great. Um, which like you say, it's kind of an old way of, of wows doing a story. It's the old time. 
But on the end of that level 60 character, any kind of alt you want to do back in the old time, it was a bit of a trudge because you're like, well, I got to do all the stuff over again that I've already seen in a linear fashion. But that re-leveling of new characters is not that. So they've taken those, I think, the best of two systems and mushed them together for that experience. And I'm really glad that, that, that that's the case. Now, I haven't done, I'm not, obviously, I'm not far enough to take a secondary character through and see how that pans out. Um, by the way, the name for that is called Threads of Fate. And the basics of it are you do the one main character, and when you're done, you take an alt through there, and it's really a new mode. Um, you level your other characters in Shadowlands by selecting a covenant prior to level 60. So instead of getting it at 60, you do it before then. Then you choose which zones you want to level up in, regardless of your level. You can go, you, you choose where to go, earn rewards to benefit your covenant as you level up and all that stuff. Also along the way... You have access to some of the Covenant's amenities, including flight paths, signature abilities, and you get a head start earning all that renown, uh, which is pretty cool by depositing that anima into your collected reservoir. The other thing is, and, the, and this is an important note, um, if you're not sure how, you, how you're, you know, you've made the right choice or whatever, you can choose to instead replay the storyline. Think of this as a little bit like what you do with Chromie for the, uh, for the, for the um, new character stuff. And picking yeah. a time time walking campaign or whatever, um, but here's the thing: once you choose a Threads of Fate, you can't go back on it. So you got to be smart about that and and whatever. But I really like that. Like I love this idea that you're going to give me this one curated cool storyline, but then after that, don't make me re- resent it by having to do it ten times over. Give me head starts. Give me shortcuts. Give me choice. Let me do other stuff. Because I've already earned that other thing. Now let me do it this other way. I think that's going to go well. I mean, again, in, pra- in, in on paper, sounds great. On, in practice, I don't know yet. But I'm actually really looking forward to alt play as a result. Uh, seems neat. Yeah, uh, it's... It, it is a thing. Like, so I knew Threads of Fate was coming. But, you know, I hadn't really thought too much about it until I started playing through. Because I'm, I'm trying real hard not to just, like, go find the best covenant for my class and spec or whatever. Same. Yeah. Um, and so I'm still kind of just going through like, where do I want my character to go? Uh, maybe I just make a decision based on what I actually like. I'm sure I'll go back on this and actually go find what's the best for my spec and just go there. But um, it's making me think about the other alts that I want to play and level up and the covenants that I want them to join. Um, and again, like Legion's been popping into my head a lot. Cause I'm like, Oh man, these covenants are really cool. The stories that they tell are really cool. And at the same time, I have this concern about the alt friendliness of covenants because, mm-hmm. I, you know, I didn't want to start an alt and have to wait to end game to start, you know, progressing another covenant, which is a big part of why I'd be excited to even try an alt is to go get a different covenant experience. But with Threads of Fate, you get to choose your covenant before you even set off and you can start making progress on it as you level your alt, which excites me a lot. Yeah, same. I'm really excited about that. So we'll see how it goes. Now, Patrick, you've been in long enough to... I mean, I've seen you've seen the the Ma stuff. How much have you been able to to peel out? Because I know you've been really busy. So uh, I'm just happy to hear your plan. Yeah. So you you referenced the new consoles coming out, mm-hmm. and I have a number of podcasts as always. I've also launched a YouTube channel, and it's in French, so it probably won't interest anyone here. But um, so essentially, I had two hours in the game. That's mm-hmm. it. That's the only time I have had time uh, to play, and. I, it's World of Warcraft. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. It's not like, it's not like anyone expected it not to be, mm-hmm. but I feel like 
everything I've seen about it is, uh, you know, Bastion and Ardenwald and uh, the, the Night Fae thing and all of them look really cool. But I'm a little bit disappointed by the initial introduction into the experience, uh, into the expansion. I think that the more, at least what I've seen of it in the beginning, you know, getting sucked in and, and rescuing the people who were there, it's very, uh, I don't want to say boring, but it, it feels a little bit like the uh, Demon Hunter leveling zone, which was gray and a little bit you know uniform and not so exciting and i'm so yeah i'm a little bit disappointed by that and also i worry a little bit about the story because the maw that has been uh you know touted as this place that no one ever escapes from it's like hell prison like it's hell's hell it's even worse than anything you can think of you get in and I guess we can spoil a little bit, but it's like you can't, there, there's no way to get out. And then you get into a conversation and there's a dude that tells you, oh, you can, no, the, the path, it's blocked. And like, what? There, like there's a path out of it? It's just like they put a bunch of rubble over it? What's the what's the deal? So I'm there. I don't know how it, it continues from there. Maybe there's something very clever but it felt a little bit too easy. Like, oh, the, the premise is, it feels a little bit like cheating. The premise is super cool. Mm. The premise of hell is super cool. Warcraft hell, right? But that leaves a little bit of a sour taste in my mouth because they play, it's like, um, it's like Lost. Like there's this bear that you don't know where it's coming from. The smoke monster. And like, oh my God, when we find out, it's going to be so cool. And when you find out, it's like, oh, well, you know, it was a bear. And you feel cheated, right? <laughs> yeah. And, and so that's a li little tiny bit like that. So what I'm hoping is that the stories that everyone's been saying are really cool in the actual, um, you know, zones of the, of the, the leveling zones of the expansion are going to be closer to what we've known uh, in the past few expansions and, and be more compelling. Than oh, that. for sure. But uh, yeah, so far, my very limited experience has been that. So I don't know if I'm, you know, the best. Well, quick, I would say this about, about, the, about your, the, the beginning stuff in the Maw, I would compare to, uh, what was it? What was it back in the day? The, the assault on Undercity stuff that we did way back in Cataclysm or whatever it was. Um, where it's where it's basically kind of a on rails sort of thing, you know, like yeah. th this this thing in the mods a little more broken up into questy stuff and things like that. But for the most part, it's like, all right, sneak around with Jaina and Thrall and let's avoid all this. But when yeah. you get to if you're not to the bits where you confront the jailer yet at that stage, uh, then I'm you're th there's a lot. There's still a lot to be said. And let's I'll put this bluntly. Cool. Um your character, I know this is going to be a huge shock to you, but your character ends up being the only one that can get out. Hmm, wonder why that is. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's hmm. fine. That's the kind of thing that I, you know, that you expect in these games. It's just that uh, the, 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 the story, the premise is, you know, I wish they had done something super clever and smart with it and it doesn't seem like they have but maybe they do like maybe because of i don't know you're very early i think still. you still there's there's a lot to be paid yeah. off and some of it pays off after you get out of there like you're okay. you realize That's the strangeness true. of this is not lost on the world like you you get to oribos and they're like okay. how the hell are you here 
why is this even? I working? guess that's yeah. That that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping for some uh, self awareness on the part of the game. So if you're telling me it's there, I'm I'm. Excited. It is whether it satisfies I, uh, what you're looking for. I don't know, but it, it to me it did. To me it was like, oh, they don't know why this is happening, and they don't think they trust this, mm-hmm. and like a lot of stuff goes down in Orbos when you get there. There's a big story bit there that I think will cool. uh, satisfy a lot of what you're saying. At least I hope so. Gary, you were saying. My, uh, my ability for uh, being blunt with Patrick is currently on cooldown. I, I should have saved it. Um, <laughs> so I will just say I, I, I disagree, but you are entitled to your opinions. We disagree that the first part's not great. <laughs> you mean, is that what you're saying? But what, yeah, what do you disagree with? Uh, yeah, like, I guess I just, I don't know. I would just say just see it out, Patrick. I think, I think it earns its, sure. yeah. its opening. Yeah. That's that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, I mean, this is, as I mentioned, it is extremely limited. It's absolutely unfair to say anything about the game at this stage. It's just what I've been, you know, my experience so far. Um, I've also, for the first time in my life, leveled uh, a character with a uh, level up power up token thing. Oh, um, how's that I, going? I had never used one before, and um, I decided to play my uh, druid this time, as I have most expansions. But last time I played the mage, and it was horrendous uh, because of you know queue times. Uh, DPS only. I pity the the poor DPS who have to play the game. Yeah. Um, the the so I, I went with the druid, and I'm uh, Chloe Chloe druid, and nice. I just claw everything. Yeah, because you're because you enjoy the worst spec in the game. That's that's why you like to be a cat. <laughs> I have to say, it it is it has not changed. What you were saying about uh, the hunter uh-huh. feels very true to my experience leveling with the druid. Uh, but it's again, it's the beginning. There are more uh, abilities coming, so maybe. And I know people love feral. I don't want to. I don't want to besmirch all the feral lovers out there. I just I just can't do it. I I, I find balance to be. Um, it, it gives me my mage itch, and at the same time, I can heal after a gnarly fight, and I, I, I like that speckle. Yeah, that's the problem. I, I, I play mage and druid, so playing balance is essentially, you know, other mage, and I, that's why. Yeah, I totally get it. Um, so, so yeah, it's it's pretty. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that so far, given what I've seen, uh the introduction to me is the best work they've done. And I don't disagree with your, I don't disagree with your take on the aesthetic of the Maw because it is just a big, you know, it looks more like demon town again. It looks like, you know, the Legion. I love it. I feel like they, 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 I got to zoom in from the isometric camera in Diablo. Mm. Like it looks like a Diablo three level and I'm down in the shit and I think it's amazing. So this is funny you say that because my, my, I think my least place, least favorite places to visit in Diablo are the hellscapes. I prefer the forests and the dungeons and the, and the, you know, Mm. playlands and that sort of stuff. Like, Oh, you know, I don't, I don't think you're wrong, but we get four standalone zones of that. We get our forests. We get right. We do our heaven we get our our the most metal 80s album art as a zone uh maldraxxus <laughs> my god yeah. i thought i thought i was going to be bored by maldraxxus <laughs> and holy crap they just they nailed it they yeah. did such a good job it feels it's like old school blizzard i love it so much but um yeah i but but at the same time like there's this thing that diablo 3 does is like by contrast to all those other zones that you just mentioned that you like the hellscapes just seem foreboding and empty and barren and like a horrible place to be and i think so i i don't know i guess i agree with you like 
to me, my favorite Diablo three zone is like the very beginning, the city of, uh, of, uh, Reaper of souls. Oh, um, that, that is yeah. such a cool mm. environment. Yeah. Um, like it's just such a nice place to be. And I like looking at things. It's just, I really like the setting, but, um, I still really enjoy the hellscapes. Um, sure. And, and so do you, it, do you have max settings, uh, graphics I'm guessing? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, not ray tracing. I'm not ray tracing. I am doing ray tracing because, um, I have had zero hit to performance and I'm, and it looks and I think it makes the game look a lot better. In fact, there's this effect in particular in, um, Bastion, the the angel people or the all I forget what they're called. Shit, but anyway, the ones with wings, um, they've earned their wings or whatever, and uh, they they do. There's a lot of moments in story and stuff where they're floating down and dropping you off and doing all this sort of stuff. The ray tracing creates shadowing technique or shadowing effects within the feathers of the wings and gives those things the most weirdly it's stylistic but weirdly realistic wings. <laughs> Uh, and I've seen it with both it on and off, and it makes such a difference to have light casting between those feathers inside of these wings. It's a small oh, thing. But I it's want my new freaking, PC. It's freaking beautiful. Even with PC. Yeah, I'm not playing with ray tracing, and I'm impressed by the wings. Like I, I realize there's better looking games out there. Where here we are again. I'm, I'll, I'll be the seventh reference to new consoles launching this year. But yeah. like for <laughs> within World of Warcraft and what it has accomplished, like graphically and from a technical perspective, the way they've modeled those wings. To, you know, work and function and blend with the way everything else works, like looks in World of Warcraft. I'm yeah. really freaking impressed by it. Yeah, I would take I'd take these wings over any other MMO wings I've seen, <laughs> which seems like a weird oh, thing to well, say. I, but they I do. don't think I've seen MMO wings since Ion. <laughs> if you remember that game, well, which was what two years after World of Warcraft's launch. I want to say I want to say while I was playing pre pre this expansion, I was messing around in Final Fantasy 14. I want to say I saw some winged stuff. I've seen some stuff in ESO. They're all fine. People like wings in their MMOs, their fantasy MMOs. You're going to find winged people and creatures and stuff. I just think this stuff looks like top shelf. It looks real good. And it's again, it feels weird to talk about a tiny thing like the aesthetic of their wings. But hats off to the artists. Well, I think and that's where animators. That that's where great. Blizzard shines really, like incredibly. I think that that's you know they do so much with the quote unquote little they have because they want their game to run on every single you know your toaster mm-hmm. should be able to run <laughs> World of Warcraft. Yeah. Um, and and the way they they manage to 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 use that limited amount of uh, resources is incredible. That's always been the strength of the game. No matter when you look at it, for that uh, time and spec, it's been incredible. And it's in those little things. You know, they're not going to wow you with the bit highest polygon count uh, characters there is. But the artistry they put in it, and it's in little things like the wings and you know the little details that it becomes completely incredible. So yeah. I think it's completely warranted that you talk about the wings. One thing I haven't seen is any additional uh, pre-rendered high, you know, their, their high end uh, cinematic level stuff yet, but we know these exist because we've seen the promo videos and the pre expansion videos where you see a bunch of stuff going down that we haven't seen yet. Um, in particular, uh, I forgot his name. Uh, freaking elf lord Jimmy John <laughs> throwing somebody into North the mob. Yeah. I forget his name, but that is clear. I used it for the gift today to start the show, but I, that is clearly a pre-rendered freaking beautiful thing, and I can't wait to see this stuff. Like part of me wants to jump ahead. Part of it's not been released. You can't data mine it because Blizzard hasn't put it in the game yet. But um, 
I just want to see. I cannot wait to see this stuff because maybe for the first time since Pandaria, the story is grabbing me in a way that I didn't quite expect. And I've enjoyed the story in all expansions for the most part. Like even the ones everyone complains about. You can complain about Cataclysm all you want. I like the story in that one a lot. And I really I like BFA's the story. Level, the, story, the leveling stories in BFA were great. Yeah, I like yeah, that I stuff really as well. Them. I, I totally agree. Yeah. So here's a here's a case where I'm grabbed even more. I think it's because we're in places and doing things that are just completely unexpected. I'm, I'm not. I, I don't have a lot of afterlife experience, uh, and even like tabletop stuff and D and D. My first experience messing with the with the planescape stuff, the afterlife stuff was this year in a campaign that we do on there will be dungeons on Sundays. And that's the first time I really messed around in there. These concepts of afterlife and how it works and not just simple heaven and hell sort of Diablo stuff, but this complex system of hierarchy in the covenants is grabbing me way more than I kind of thought it would. It's way more than just uh, an aesthetic per zone. It's like this, these meaningful political structural things in this world that are really grabbing me and pulling me in. So it's uh, yeah. like, like the mechanics wise, like the covenants, the covenant system and having to pledge to one and, and whatnot is kind of giving me a little bit of Legion vibes with the, the order hall campaigns. Uh, but like leveling and zone design and kind of just the overall flavor of everything I'm getting like, burning crusade vibes because mm. i remember stepping out in outland for the first time and being like this is so wild and out of left field and not what i would expect from a fantasy setting yeah um and and i don't think i've felt this way since then you know everything else you know even draenor kind of felt like it all took place on azeroth even though draenor you know very specifically didn't take place on azeroth but like right. it all felt connected and and grounded and so like I just remember Outland just completely being like, "Wow, what what a wild direction to take this!" And it works, and it feels cohesive, and it blends with with the Warcraft that we know. Yeah, and 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 I'm feeling that way with Shadowlands, where it's just like, boy, they they really were able to do whatever the hell they wanted with this. Yeah, you know, they got to take these zones in in crazy directions, and and really just kind of get away from the boundaries of uh, a more I don't know, grounded world, which is a crazy thing to call Azeroth, but compared to <laughs> Shadowlands and Outland, Azeroth is grounded. Yeah, I agree. The funny, the, there's a, there's a, it, um, I think, here's what I'm going to say. This can be controversial, maybe. The game is, I think this expansion is really good at what you just described to the degree that it's work, it works against some of the features of the game that have been there for 15 years. And, Make you right, where are you going with this guy? Well, it's a little like Patrick was saying earlier. It's still Warcraft at its core, right? We're still going to do a lot of the stuff we've been used to doing. So when I walk into a new place and I get a really great story beat and I maybe even saw a rad thing happen, I know that I'm about to talk to two or three uh, exclamation points, turn those into question marks, and go yeah. do some shit. And it's fine. I'm like, not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it highlights when you've just done this epic thing or you've experienced something that felt so new and different in the game. But then you turn right around and say, I need five of these, two of these, and then kill that one guy. It, it, that can be a little, not jarring, but a little bit like, oh, right. Yeah, right. We have to, we have to, do, we have to do the basics here. It's like finding out, you know, well, I've met, I've met the most amazing girl. She's incredible and all this stuff. 
Oh, she brushes her teeth just like the rest of us do. You know, <laughs> it's probably a bad. Example. I mean, you're I mean, you kind of. That is extremely. <laughs> why would you be mad that someone you were interested in were brushing their teeth? I'd be very happy know, to find bit, that out. Yeah. Um, is this episode sponsored by a toothbrush? No. I have a toothbrush sponsor on the Angry Chicken. Um, so, <laughs> yes, like I get that. I, I, I don't know. I guess I, I don't want to dismiss it. I just want to follow up with like for some reason that to me feels like being bummed out that you still play D and D with dice. Like it's just yeah, the it, way it, you it drive is. the game. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's fair. Um, I think that's a it's, great. Actually, that's the way better scenario. Your the metaphor you used because that is what I'm saying. It, it mechanically, we're still kind of got what we got, and 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 I and I know that going in. It's not like I went in going, "Oh, this is going to play totally different," because it doesn't. Um, but it, it does. It does help highlight that for 15, almost 16 years, this is what we've done. You know, I guess it is 15 or 16 now as of. Yeah. And I, and I know and like, I think it's a perfectly natural thing to, to, to feel. Um, it's just that it's also just like that. It, it's the trapping of how this game is played. It's a tab targeting, you know, cooldown based rotation based class based game. Yeah. That's just world of Warcraft in a nutshell. And I think if you're like us and you, you, you know, you've played it mostly nonstop for it's existence, mm-hmm. you're much more prone to feel that. I think it's a, arguably an upside if you take a break from the game because yeah. and i have in the past take taken really long breaks from world of warcraft and it's nice to come back to it and it's just like oh it, it is just literally like riding a bike or driving a car the inputs are the same like you know yeah. maybe the blinker is in a different position but overall there's a wheel there's a gas there's a brake, and i know how that i know how this works i can figure it out and it's nice to come home to it yeah my biggest break easily for the game took place for about a year's break oh I'd get in here and there, but about a year for BFA, like that's, that's easily my biggest gap. So it does feel nice to come back to the things I love, but I don't know. Yeah. Again, I don't think it's a problem. It's I just that, if, you know, the game's never going to uh, feel truly next generation until, well, okay. So Shoujo in the chat just said something I think is really interesting. She says, uh, you can tell that the next generation of devs, meaning this whole new crew of names we haven't heard a lot about at Blizzard working on that team had a heavy hand in the development of this exp- expansion and she likes it. And I agree. Like I do feel new blood in the story, in the direction and all that stuff. Just something about it feels less old hat. And I'm, so that's all I'm saying is it helps, it, it helps enhance the feeling of, Oh, well these quests I'm doing or this mechanic of clicking on a thing to let this guy escape or whatever. These are all still here and it's okay. But there've been, there have been times, I think, uh, maybe I can think of one example, which is world quests. Even though the game is, was mechanically the same in Legion, the world quests kind of changed the way you you experienced it. And maybe that's, you know, that's uh, end game. That's not leveling. So maybe it's an unfair comparison. But I think there are ways of making it feel fresh in that sense. Uh, the the Getting the the uh, artifact weapon was really cool and I think also affected the way you approached it, even though it was absolutely uh, mechanically the same tab targeting rotation based MMO. So I wonder if maybe there's something like that, uh, Garrett, in, in once you've, you know, maybe advanced a little bit more in the game, maybe the, the covenants feel that role a little bit that we're not seeing now because it is, I mean, Scott is very early in the game and I haven't basically even started yet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah was- I mean, again, like it's, it's World of Warcraft. There are definitely the trappings are there. I don't, I don't know how covenants feel at end game. I'm, I'm not there yet, mm. but sure. Um, okay. 
it's it's like it's there's still the trappings of World of Warcraft and, and there's only so much of it you can get away from. But but so far, I think they're they're getting just enough away from it for me for it to feel fresh and interesting and, and keep me engaged on top of the fact that aesthetically I'm just in love. Oh, yeah, for like sure. If, if the wow dev team yeah. is my DM and wow is my role playing game, I really like the campaign we're on right now. Yeah. And I just I'm excited to play more yeah. uh, if I think you have both. Uh, made me want to play more, and I have a lot of stuff to play. Yeah, I was gonna yeah, say oh, you're dude. you're you're not. No one right now is at a loss for anything to play. Like we are, we are in the thick of yeah. prime time, golden age. Everyone has a game to play on every platform, any minute of the day, anytime they want, and millions of choices. So it's not what it was in 2004 when you know on the PC there were a handful of things and this and this is now it's a different world. But I I'm more motivated to. To play it, I think, than I have been for a while because, again, they're giving me all that early stuff I want and it feels great. And that's a big part of the game for me. It always has been. Like, for me, there are a lot of people listening to this right now. They're like, I'd skip it all if I could. I just want to get to endgame, do Torghast, and get my gear gear score up. I, I understand that there's that just get my numbers to go up people out there. And that's great. I'm glad you're playing the way you want to play and whatever. And if you hit 60 on day one, great. Good, good luck and all that. But that's not why I come to Warcraft. It never has been. It's, for me, it's everything from the music to the look to the feel to the characters to to the nuance of the of the of the classes like all of that stuff matters to me in whole and in part and i want to i just want to savor this one take my time with it i'm in no rush just gonna go to the end when i get there and when i do i'll play a lot of torghast that i know all right i think that's it any other uh hot impressions shocking thoughts controversial takes that you want to either of you want to just dump out there and say hey check I'm it out happy nothing was spoiled I'm, <laughs> I'm super excited i mean there were we haven't really spoiled anything which is funny but i i, yeah. I feel like um, oh, that was perfect yeah it wasn't bad so that that entire that entire exchange was just for entertainment and not really functional in any way isn't everything on these shows just for entertainment <laughs> kind of yeah oh. you're not wrong um yeah i was gonna say um Oh, I was going to try this before the show, but I don't know if it's actually even in there. When when the beta was happening, they added con- uh, controller controls. Has anyone messed with that, or is that did that even make it into release? I, I don't actually know this answer to this question, but I wonder if anybody out there knows if I if I plug this controller in, can I? I'm sure it's not optimal. I don't. I don't know that I would want to play this way. If, you know, why, for long. Yeah. Why would you want to? I'm just because they added it, and I want to know what it is. I just want to experience it. I'm not. I don't expect to use it. But clearly, if they put it in, we ought to at least, you know, look at it and see. Because I played some MMOs with controller support that are pretty good. I think ESO plays great with controller. That's, I think, uh, you know, you well, ESO plays like Skyrim, what? which is put on consoles. Kind of yeah. uh, every console, as a matter of fact. I think they retrofitted it to the NES by now. Well, and the other thing about that game is you're limited to you have five actions you can do at any given time. You can switch it's out your, for it. Yes. You can switch out yeah. sets of actions on the fly. Yeah depending on weapon stuff and whatever. But yeah, there's a, there's a design factor there. Whereas wow, I think you could, uh, you could probably play a demon hunter with a controller. (laughs) Most other classes would be very, but let me put it this way. Like final fantasy 14 plays like wow and has button bars for days like wow, but it has controller support and works somehow. So I'm not saying it's optimal or the way I want to play. I just, I'm curious. So none of us have tried it. Does anyone else work? It could work. You have like what? eight buttons plus d-pad plus like modifiers that you could apply to different i'm sure it could work the more 
curious thing, like how that would work would be the um, targeting. I think that oh. would be a little bit weird, but right. I mean, it's like tab, maybe you switch, maybe it works. I'm curious. I'm yeah. going to give it a try. Yeah, I just want to try it. But, I, but, but now that I'm thinking of it and bringing it up, I don't even know if it made it to the release because it was just talked about during beta. And now that I think about it, I don't know if I even saw the options in there. So I don't know. I'll have to go. I'll go look at it after the show and see what I can find. Okay, uh, quick mention, real quick again, of this amazing exclusive World of Warcraft design microphone from Blue. You guys already liked the Yeti series, right? I mean, that was a thing a lot of people had and loved and still do. My son has a Yeti and loves it. Well, they made one that's got runes on the bottom and says World of Warcraft on it and has a gold finish. It's beautiful. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I, I don't normally care about what a microphone looks like, but I do now. And this looks amazing. It combines a custom matte finish with elegant gold accents. And, of course, the official World of Warcraft logo for a powerful on-stream aesthetic. I mean, if you're streaming Warcraft content, you must have this. It's an instant collector's item. It's got rune LED voice meter stuff, which is really cool. You can visualize your voice level at a glance with 11-segment laser-etched LED voice meter with a custom rune design and colors. It's so cool. Voice modulation. And a bunch of Warcraft presets. If you want to sound like an orc or a, a gnome or whatever, you can do all of that. Uh, it has exclusive HD audio sampling. And, uh, man, you can stream your, I don't know, hundreds of exclusive HD audio samples from Shadowlands and the Warcraft universe on that thing. I mean, you, if you're a Warcraft content creator, again, I don't know why you wouldn't want this. Enhanced blue voice uh, broadcast vocal effects. So that's all in there. And the four-capsule array, it's the legendary blue broadcast sound with greater focus and clarity with plug-and-play compatibility for your PC or your Mac. And it's amazing. I love it, and you'll love it. And you can get it right now at bluemic.com or Best Buy. They've got it. $199 MSRP. Totally affordable. And you can get it now. So go check it out. That's bluemic.com or check them out at Best Buy bluemike.com anyway we think we're on the tail or the top end of a great expansion uh time will tell if endgame holds up uh, or if we're all going to be complaining in a year that uh you know this is the way we did about bfa and it's mis uh misdirection but so far so good i would say seems neat and uh we're going to keep at it all right let's knock one of these out real quick mr johnson i have i have questions it's uh Ashinashi, a troll warlock from Alonzus EU. So they're in the EU, Patrick. Ooh, EU. Ooh, nice. Maybe they can try and win that uh, PC you've been talking about. Yeah, you never know. Oh, shoot. I guess it's US only. Um, Anyway, (laughs) emails we'll take from anywhere because they don't cost us anything. Uh, The instance at gmail.com is where this came, and it says this. Hey, instance crew, happy Thanksgiving. Again, (laughs) only uh, only Garrett and I celebrate Thanksgiving in this crew, but uh, whatever. We appreciate the thought. Uh, My question is about unpruning, kind of, he says. Do you sometimes try to invent new play styles for your class that Blizzard hasn't intended to support? Shadowlands has made me uh, try some new styles or thinks, uh, sorry, has made me some new styles possible thanks to unpruning. That sentence is weird. Like Survival Hunter with bow and spear. You can shoot some arcane shots and then wildfire bombs while recovering focus with steady shot and kill command. And then change to spear for the uh, to close them for the kill. I tried this myself and I found no big problems. Thanks for reading and keep up the good work. Yours truly, Eshenashi. Uh, 
so this is funny because I I love and hate this. WoW has this thing where the players are convinced there's one way to play and there's only one way to play. And you min-max the way you do it. So you go to a site like Icy Veins or WoWhead or somewhere and they say, oh, you're playing a Feral Druid? Here's exactly what you have to do. Here's how you do it. Here's the rotation. If you're not doing this, you're stupid. Is kind of the feeling you get. Like I have to be doing it their way or else what am I even doing? And I, that bums me out that there's that pressure. Uh, and whatever. Players are going to do whatever they're going to do. But I like the idea of experimenting with a class and doing stuff that sort of shakes things up. I'm almost 100% sure I'm not playing a balanced druid the right way, quote unquote. Because there's some weird stuff that I like to do. I know I play a mage weird. I, I use abilities with the mage that nobody has touched. They just sit in their book and they never look at them. But I like mixing it up and shaking it up. So I would say, heck yeah, man. If you're not dying or, or you know, killing mobs too slowly or whatever your measure is, or whatever your metric is, then enjoy the way you're playing your class. I don't think you need to adhere to any strict rule. You guys agree? I don't think that was the question. He was asking, like, if you've tried stuff because of the unpruning that maybe wasn't intended um, and I think that's the kind of thing that people do when they play like a lot, because the initial idea for your character is to, there, there is still, I understand what you're saying, Scott, but there's still a way that the character is designed to play. And that's usually the, the way you gravitate towards, at least in the beginning, when you really master your character and you're looking for more stuff to do, maybe you're going to try stuff out that is a little bit weirder. And and maybe on pruning has enabled that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's possible. I haven't like as you know, I haven't played a lot, but uh, maybe yeah. you have. I still find myself not wanting to have more than I don't know five, maybe six key abilities. Like I put everything on my bars. I do too, but that's I don't why use I have them. The, How often do you use them? Like yeah. do you do you constantly use everything? Put everything on cooldown all the time? Even no, when you're out soloing. I mean, I'm a, I play a druid mainly, so I have like a million different things I, I want to do. Um, but yeah, usually it's it's pretty. But it's just that it's it's the stress, the OCDness of wanting to have everything on your on your bar in case you need it one day. Like there's this one dungeon you're running, and this one moment where you're uh, healing, but the the tank goes down, and you want to go and and off tank for just a little bit so that you can finish up that boss and it never happens mm. but i want to have the uh, ability to do it if i want to i also and, need to re- i need to rethink yeah. macros i haven't done any real macro thought for a while like looked up anything or done anything on my own where i'm like ah, i really could combine these two things or have these three things i mean in 2020 I, I think most people don't want to have ma- macro thoughts they just want to keep it very micro and they want to keep it about micro. the world so yeah yeah i understand that <laughs> yeah you're not wrong <laughs> 2020 at a macro level, not so fun. Stay, stick with the micro. <laughs> Micromanage yourself. Uh, that's Play gonna... World of Warcraft. Uh, worry about what's on your computer and uh, wear a mask. That's I recommend the. I I, I I vote for your your uh, your platform. Well done. <laughs> My platform. Yeah, you vote for me. Yeah, Thank I'd, you. I'd vote for you, President uh, President Beja. Is yeah, my... sadly, I'm not born in the U.S., so you couldn't vote for me. I mean, maybe for something other than the presidential We'll change uh, it for you. We'll change what can I you. run for? What Governor. can I run for in, in the U.S. as a non-resident, non-citizen, just Patrick from France? What can I oh, run for? Oh, non-citizen? I think you'd have to be citizen uh, to do yeah, anything. Yeah, no, I'm not. Like, I, I don't even want to move there. I'm just I'm sorry, fine you need to be a citizen. 
<laughs> the very least. Wait a minute. But, but, uh, All right, but I, for one, listen, it's uh, your loss. Patrick Beja doesn't want you to talk about spoilers publicly, <laughs> even on podcasts specifically about That's the topic that you signed up to listen to. Oh. Don't vote for Patrick Beja because of his strong stance against spoilers. I'm Garrett Weinzerl. I'm I, Garrett Weinzerl, and I approve yeah, this message. <laughs> listen, it's a one. It's a one week rule. It's not like it's not forever. It, My, it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Not the, for video games. The rule right. doesn't exist. Says doesn't, Garrett. Doesn't exist for video games. All right. So you're. I'm, say, have you I'm seen staying the off the Star Wars. I'm staying off the Star the Wars Reddit right now. Yeah. I'm staying yeah. off the Star Wars Reddit right now because I haven't watched the Mandalorian yet. When I That's see what it, I was going to say. I will then. That's I will then go on the Star Wars subreddit. Mm-hmm. I will mm-hmm. then go on the Star Wars subreddit. I am making my own choice to to watch it at my own speed and then engage with content. At, yeah. The only you know, tricky part was that the only, see here's the difference though. I don't, Garrett, I don't go to the Star Wars subreddit right now and go everyone shut the hell up and don't talk about this. <laughs> that, uh, listen, I will say, Garrett, you possibly may have made a point there. Yeah. Possibly, it's a pretty I'm good not point. Saying you have. I'm just saying it's, it's just it's nuance because this isn't the same exact situation. Patrick, I think, was trying to protect himself from spoilers on a show where we're going to talk about video game spoilers. And in Garrett's case, I, yes, and that infuriates me because <laughs> I have been playing and I want to talk to my friends about the games I've been playing. And when one of my friends comes shows up to the party specifically the first about the game month. and says, no, you don't don't talk about the thing we came here to talk about, guys. In my defense, uh, we ended up talking about it for what, like an hour and didn't really spoil. Yeah, so that's, it's that's, that's fair. That's that's, that's, that's optimal. It all but, came out but, in the end. Uh, speaking that of things is fair. That, that is things, also fair. Things are the things that come out in the end. Let's <laughs> talk that. about We're uh, agreeing. other podcasts. Yeah, uh, Patrick, I noticed there was a brand new uh, uh, Phileas Club up, and uh, there's always cool stuff. It's not all French things, you guys. He does a lot of English stuff, too. So tell people where to go that this week true. to get more Patrick in their life. Sure. Uh, Notpatrick.com is a pretty good place to get everything, uh, including the Phineas Club, where we talk about uh, stuff from, you know, that macro stuff. Uh, We talk about that. We just had an episode about what's happening in Armenia and uh, Azerbaijan, which has been completely eclipsed by everything else that's happening in the world, but uh, might deserve your attention. And uh, Pixels is a show I do. I do it monthly now, and I summarize the entirety of the gaming news from the entirety of the gaming world every month, and uh, you can listen to it, and uh, that will be fun for you. I almost guarantee it. It's available at notpatrick.com. You'll find the link for that there. Nice. Uh, Go do that. Garrett, uh, you're also in the thick of a uh, the afterglow of a uh, a fantastic expansion by all accounts uh, in the Hearthstone world. Uh, where can people learn more about that? Yeah, l- listen, I'm actually going to tee this up a little bit differently. So I'm really enjoying the Hearthstone expansion. It's great. I, I'm playing the most standard I have in, in months. Um, however, there's a big cloud hanging over Hearthstone right now, which is their new battle pass slash progression system, which has made everyone angry. And the entire subreddit right now is nothing but people complaining about it. Mm. Um and uh, some people are going a little too far in my mind, but overall, like I see where they're coming from. If you are s- as sick of that as I am, like if, if for no other way, whether you think it's right or wrong or whatever, the, the criticism is warranted. If you just want a little bit of a break, if you just want to take your mind off of the fact that everyone just wants to critique Carstone right now, you should listen to the most recent episode of The Angry Chicken because both Brian Brushwood and Justin Robert Young guessed, guessed it on it. And my stomach hasn't hurt so bad from laughing uh, at the most off the rails, bananas, like meme worthy comedy takes on the current state of Hearthstone 
um, it was we called it Thanksgiving. We were, we were just putting a little virtual Thanksgiving with our our internet friends together. Mm-hmm. And I think it might be the single funniest episode of The Angry Chicken we've ever produced. Wow, that's I think that's, Joe Bryan was a pretty good character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, then that sounds worthy of uh, worthy of checking out. People should check it out. By the way, I saw this quote from Blizzard. They say, we have been listening to your feedback regarding the rewards track, and it's clear we missed the mark on both how we communicated and implemented the full functionality of this new version of our reward system. We Boy, let me tell you, that robot PR speak went over really well and completely <laughs> glazed over everyone's concerns. Yeah, that's not good. All right. Well, yeah. I take back I mean, this. That's what you say when you're looking at something. Like, I, I don't think you can say it differently. Maybe nothing's going to come out of it, but... I, I I really haven't I legitimately have not addressed that like that Ben Lee letter that was from Ben Lee the new game director mm-hmm. um and and I have to say I think there is a way you do it differently and it's the way up until this point Team Five has addressed it because like you had people like mm-hmm. Ben Bird before who were much more I don't know human like yeah, speaking human like knew how to talk like a person um and I so I don't think that helps because that Ben Lee letter strikes me a lot, a lot, a lot like the J. J. Allen Brack letter back when HGC for Heroes of the Storm got canceled, where uh, it was just like, I am a robot. I understand you are sad, but we are still putting all these people out of work. Beep, um, beep, beep. Yeah. And it's just like, w- cool. That did nothing. Like, talk to me like a person. Cool. Talk to me like a human being. <laughs> yeah. Especially on Hearthstone, that has always had this playful relationship with its player base i yes. mean the game itself is is playful and yeah, yeah I, I agree i understand yeah. Yeah, Bentley's a nice dude like I, I don't know i don't know like that that letter just like i i understand the points made in it but it just like if you think this is gonna like squelch a reddit fire like who like you're living in a dream world no that that stuff's thermite you can't put that out with standard water you gotta go at it with a different tack yeah yeah I don't know. I th- like I've, I'm looking at it kind of through like a PR game lens. It's just mm. like there, there's a way that you address concerns like this, whether they're right, whether they're wrong, whatever. And this is not the way you address them. Sounds like a new Microsoft uh, product, the game lens. Looking forward to that. Coming mm. out I'm looking. I can't wait to download PR Manager on Steam. Uh, PR Manager, <laughs> game lens version though. Game lens version. Yeah, I would actually I play think, the crap you know, out of game out lens. Of, out of all the manager games, like uh, even the the. Uh, uh, farm, farming simulator and goat simulator and all of them I think PR manager is the one that no one wants yeah to. you're right no <laughs> Patrick you would know more than any of us and I take your word for it uh, oh I do yeah I very nobody much wants do. that yes. okay final reminder I'm putting this up on the screen too for the people at home uh, this is the machine you're going to win that is the actual box there's a 3080 in there you can see it right behind that cable uh, beautiful case I'll put it in uh, our discord as well so you guys can marvel at this beast uh, these are brand new cases too, brand new designs. They're they're re- this machine is gonna just I'm jealous. You guys are gonna love this thing. Whoever wins it, but you gotta be there live tonight at 7 p.m. Mountain Time at Twitch.tv/FrogPants. Uh, Patrick's still uh, gesticulating that he should win this thing. I, I'm I'm just pointing <laughs> at myself. That's all I'm doing. I think that is. It's a subtle hint yeah. that maybe someone should do something about. Not the most subtle hint, but it's a hint nonetheless. Uh, well, anyway, we will get there when we get there. It's tonight, 7 p.m. Be here, twitch.tv slash frogpants. Uh, I think that's everything. Thank you guys for listening. Don't forget you can support us over at theinstance.net. Sign up for cool rewards that you get each and every month. And uh, it's a great way to show, I don't know, love to the show you've been listening to for almost 15 years. 
Uh, so go check it out. That's at theinstance.net where you can find everything else, including our email address, ways to get a hold of us, and uh, be a part of that as well because we'd love to have you be a part of that. Uh, what else? Uh, why is my thing not playing? For some reason, hold on. The, there it is. Okay, there it is. Hey, that's going to do it for us. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for being here. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Go play a bunch of WoW, you dummies. It's great. It's a fun game. We'll see you then. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com.